All right, here we go on the Golf Preview Podcast and RJ Bell's Dream Preview. I'm your host, Will Doctor. Welcome aboard. To give you the latest as far as the third regular season elevated event is concerned at the Wells Fargo Championship. Now, if you want to throw in major championships and invitationals in there, PGA Tour has had well over three events with 20 plus million dollar purses. We'll talk about that later on. As far as regular season elevated events, the Wells Fargo at Quail Hollow is considered the third. We had the players, we had the RBC Heritage second as far as regular season elevated events. And now the Wells Fargo is the third. A little review before we get rolling on Quail Hollow and I'm fired up to do so because the anticipation of the last two weeks of the PGA Tour has been a little on the boring side. We had the Zurich member guest two ball in which I did not hit a winner for. And then last week we had the weakest field of the year at the Mexico Open. And the game plan last week was very simple. Tony Finau finished second in last year's Mexico Open before he went on uh, a huge run to close 2022 with three wins. I told you last week that all Tony Finau had to do was have an average week with the putter and he was going to win Mexico due to the fact that he is red hot with the ball striking. And what did Finau do? He had a well above average week on the greens. He goes 65, 64, 65, 66 to be world number one and pre-tournament favorite John Rahm by three shots. And in a tournament where I would have usually been picking a a sleeper to get the job done, you just knew with how well Finau and Rahm had been playing that it was going to come down to those two on Sunday. So Finau earns us our second one of the spring, the first coming back at the Vallis Bar where we hit Tony or Taylor Moore at 70 to one. Uh, Finau moves to number four in the FedEx Cup points list after cashing in $1.3 million at Vedanta. And it was great to see some of the younger guys like former Stanford star Brandon Wu and 21-year-old prodigy Akshay Bhatia get in the mix of Vedanta. We had Bhatia in the lineup last week, and he earned special temporary membership on the PGA Tour after his fourth-place finish. And Bhatia was a guy who four years ago decided that college wasn't for him and he would opt out and turn pro. Uh, at 17, you don't see that often with uh, American golfers who are highly ranked coming out of high school. Most of them go to college. Batia was not one of those guys. Um, and that obviously came with a lot of criticism from media who's you know never touched a golf club in their life and simply have just no feel for the game at all. Um, you know, they were you know kind of up his sleeve as far as turning pro is concerned. And you know Batia trusted the process. He stayed the course, he stayed grounded, he paid his dues on the corn Ferry tour and proved that he could win um, at golf triple a level. And at, at 21 years old, two years younger than masters low amateur Sam Bennett at 21 years old, Akshay Bhatia secured special temporary membership um, on the PGA tour last week, which will get him into uh, most regular season events for the rest of the year. All right, let's get to a few headlines uh, rolling into the Wells Fargo this week. Number one, you have to look at Roy McIlroy. Uh, and Max Homa's past success at Quail Hollow. In 2022, last year, uh, Quail Hollow took a year off from hosting uh, to get ready for the President's Cup, an an event that Max Homa was extremely successful in, but he also won last year's Wells Fargo. It was just not at Quail Hollow. It was at TPC Potomac. In 2021, Rory McIlroy won his third Wells Fargo championship. 2020 was canceled due to COVID. And in 2019... Uh, Max Homa won his first PGA Tour event at the Wells Fargo at Quail Hollow. So 
We'll discuss those two players in depth. Number two, uh, of course, the President's Cup was at Quail Hollow last September. The Americans routed the internationals 17 and a half to 12 and a half. Uh, you know, the point is you have Patrick Cantley, Max Homa, Xander Schauffele, uh, Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas, Tony Finau, and Jordan Spieth returning to Quail Hollow for the Americans. And for the internationals, Tom Kim, Sung J.M., Siwoo Kim, uh, Corey Connors, and Taylor Pendrith will get their first look at Quail Hollow since the President's Cup. And number three, which I mentioned in the intro, uh, Wells Fargo will be the third regular season elevated event of the season now. Now, in my book, this is the eighth elevated event of the season because it's the eight event that has had a a 20 plus million dollar purse. You could say nine if you wanted to count the Century Tournament of Champions, which was Rom's first one of the season. Uh, Thing is, that was a 15 million million dollar purse. So in my book, um, an elevated event is really only elevated this year if the purse is 20 million dollars or higher. And in that case. This would be the eighth of the year. Number one, Scheffler defended his title at the Phoenix Open. Number two, you had John Rahm win his third event of the year at Riviera. Number three, uh, you know, 30-year-old Kurt Kitayama won Bay Hill in what was a, a great underdog story and a, really an event Spieth should have won. We'll talk about Spieth later on. But number four, uh, Scotty Scheffler won again at the Players. Number five, Scheffler almost won again in Austin for the Dell match play, but was ultimately defeated in the semifinals by his friend Sam Burns, who would go on to beat Cam Young in the finals. Uh, number six, John Rahm won his fourth event of the season um, at the Masters, making him the first European to win both a Masters and a U.S. Open. And in the most recent uh, $20 million purse, number seven, uh, reigning U.S. Open champion Matt Fitzpatrick, uh, won the RBC Heritage in a playoff uh, against Jordan Spieth. So number eight in my book is the Wells Fargo Championship. So uh, the order of play today will be discussing the top four favorites on the odds list. Then we'll move into the matchups and picks to place. We'll give you a winner, sleeper, and lineup, and we'll round things out with a scoring prediction, first round leader, and a best bet. All right, we'll start the favorites with Roy McIlroy at plus 750 on Bet Online or bet MGM and you'll watch Rory for the first time this week since he missed the cut at the masters. Rory was supposed to, supposed to play the RBC heritage uh, until he withdrew to spend some time at home and uh, get rejuvenated from the mental side of things. I, I was somewhat critical on that. You know, he'd only played, you know, two events in you know, about four weeks leading up to the masters. He only played 36 holes at the masters because he missed the cut so I thought, you know, him withdrawing, you know, from his second elevated event of the year um, at the RBC Heritage was pretty disappointing. But, you know, he comes out today and says, you know, he he needed to get rejuvenated from the mental side of things. So you can't argue with that. He took the $3 million hit from the end of year PIP money. He took his penalty for missing his second ele- elevated event of the year. He missed the the century earlier, early on um, in in the wraparound 2022-23 season. Uh, so, you know, he obviously paid the cost for missing out on Hilton Head. Now, the Masters was a, a huge disappointment for Rory, with the exception of his driver. He really struggled around Augusta with all aspects of his game and didn't even come close to winning the career Grand Slam in, in his 10th attempt at doing so. And 
while Rory has, you know, won four times worldwide over the last calendar year, he's really been struggling, you know, to find any consistency on the greens over his last six events. Uh, he's lost strokes on the greens and four of them, you know, he made a mess on the greens at Augusta. I would say some good news is that he had the, he has the tailor-made spider back in the bag, which is a wand that, you know, should stay there permanently. He's, he's putted, you know, fantastic with that putter over the years. But Rory is one of these players like JT who loves to put that classic GSS Scotty Cameron back in the bag every once in a while. It never works, uh, but it is, you know, it's a beautiful putter to look at. But the bottom line is they take a look at their numbers. You know, they, they putt way better. JT with the Futura mallet and and Rory with the the spider mallet. They put way better with those with those putters. And understand that Rory has had a ton of rest. And Quail Hollow is a place where he's had a ton of success, but I think he's, you know, definitely overpriced in the top five and top ten and in, in the top five and top ten um, odds numbers. I'm nervous about Rory putting on the Bermuda Poe Overseed Greens this week. Um, I once again, I know he's had a lot of success, but when you look at this year, uh, he has struggled um, on, on the Bermuda Greens. Number two, I think his matchups are all overpriced. I, I don't think he should be heavy favorites to to really anyone on this, um, on, really one on anyone in the field, uh, based on the way he's been putting. So I have to be out on Roy McIlroy this week. All right, we move to Patrick Cantlay at fifteen to one on FanDuel, and the big news for Cantlay's camp this week is that Joe Lacaba is now on World Number Four's bag this week. Lacaba was the longtime caddy of Tiger Woods, and while this doesn't mark the official end for, for Woods and LaCava. Tiger's agent, Mark Steinberg, announced that Tiger had obviously given LaCava the green light to caddy for other players while Tiger gets healthy. And Tiger's obviously noted that he's not going to play any more than five events a year um, up to this point. So he's obviously given uh, LaCava the okay to obviously take another bag for the rest of the year. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that works if Cantlay stays with LaCava and he's using him in the majors who will Tiger go to we'll worry about that when the time comes but the bottom line is we've seen the benefits to some of these younger players on the PGA Tour investing in veteran caddies obviously Scotty Scheffler hired uh, Ted Scott when 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 Scott left Bubba Watson Justin Thomas hired hired Bones McKay when him and Phil Mickelson parted parted ways so Bones could go work at Golf Channel. You know, that was uh, not short-lived, but when you get asked to take a bag like JT, you take it. And, of course, Cam Young hired Paul Tesori um, after uh, Tesori and Webb Simpson uh, split up after after many, many years. So uh, now Joe LaCava, the former caddy of Fred Couples and Tiger Woods, is on the bag uh, for one of the brightest talents in the game in Patrick Cantlay. And as far as... This week and this season is concerned for the former Bruin. He might be one of the best players on the PGA Tour without a win this season. I'd put Jordan Spieth that in that conversation. I'd also put Jason Day in that conversation. But Cantlay's sixth in strokes gained to the green. He's 17th in putting on the PGA Tour, which is definitely his best to date on the greens through this point in the year. Um, you know, he's only played this event twice in competition. This is what really worries me. I mean, he played great in the President's Cup. Um, he played decent here in 2017 for the PGA Championship, where he finished 33rd. And then he made his Wells Fargo debut in 2021, where he missed the cut. So 
Um, you know, I can't argue with the fact that Cantlay's finished, um, has not finished, my apologies, worse than ninth in four of his last six starts, you know, including almost hitting that winning ticket we had on him at the RBC Heritage. Um, but just based off his performance around the couple of times he's played at uh, Quail Hollow in a, in a stroke play format, I got to be out on, on Patrick Cantlay this week. We moved to Tony Finau at 17-1 to 1 on FanDuel. Um, and all the respect to Tony last week, his win was electric out of Adanta, but he's had zero success at Quail Hollow. I understand that he's a, a different player now than he ever was, and give him credit, he had a decent week um, at, at Quail Hollow. When, when Quail hosted the PGA in 2017, he finished 30th, um, and he has proven that he does not digress after winning weeks. You'll see that out of a lot of players. They'll go win a tournament and then go shoot 78 on, on Thursday you're not going to see Finau do that. He did great um, in, in match play at the President's Cup where he went 3-1-0, but he he struggled to quail more times than not. So I'll, I'll be out on, on Tony Finau this week um, at Quail Hollow. Next will be Xander Shoffley at 17-1 to on FanDuel. And a couple things on Xander. You know, number one, he's playing very well. Uh, coming into Quail Hollow, he's been very dialed in from Tita Green over his last three events. He could have easily, easily won the Masters, had more putts fallen, ended up finishing 10th. Um, and number two, you know, he was notably lights out here at the President's Cup. And, and that was because he finally figured out how to play this golf course in 2021 when he finished 14th um, at the Wells Fargo. He, he's, he, he hadn't played well in two trips to Quail prior to 2021. But that quickly changed, um, you know, and when he came here that year and 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 finished 14th, and then of course the rest of is history with the 2022 Presidents Cup, where you know Xander and Patrick Canley put on an absolute clinic. You know, barely any of their matches even got to the Green Mile, which is the final three holes of Quail Hollow, 16, 17, and 18. Uh, one of the best closing stretches on the PGA Tour, but. Back to Xander, you know, I, I love world number five this week. I like him so much that my first matchup um, of the day, and we are not done with favorites, but I'll give you this first matchup right here. It's Xander Shoffley over Rory McIlroy plus 137 on Online, And I'll say right now, I understand Rory has dominated this golf course, but I think it takes Rory a, a couple more tournaments to get his bearings back. Maybe it'll kill for the PGA championship in a couple weeks, but my first matchup is 100% Xander Shoffley over Rory McIlroy plus 137 on Bet Online. Um, finally, to wrap up favorites, it'll be Cam Young at 21 to 1 on FanDuel. And, you know, while Cam Young has, you know, never played uh, in the Wells Fargo Championship, he went 1 2 and 1 here last year. His, his you know, his ball striking. Um, has been incredible on a week-in, week-out basis, really for the better part of a year. Um, it, it's the putting that you never know if it's going to show up or not for Cam Young. I will say the winning score won't be as low at Quail Hollow as it is most weeks. A little bit because of the weather. We'll talk about that in the scoring prediction. But also, you know, it's it's one of the toughest golf courses on the PGA Tour. And that will help a guy like Cam Young who wants to beat the field with ball striking and not putting. You're not going to have to make as many putts. Scores are not going to be as low. Um, I will say it's a bit shocking to me how he's he's a favorite 
over a lot of players who are, are playing fantastic at the moment. Matt Fitzpatrick, um, you know, who won the RBC in his last start as a plus 115 dog against Young um, over on Bet Online. Sung JM is a plus 110 dog against Cam Young on Bet Online. I really like how Sung Jay uh, has been playing. And Jason Day is even money against Cameron Young on, on Bet 365 and Bovada. Uh, I don't know if that's because he has Paul Tesori on the bag now, Tesori's ex boss. You know, Webb Simpson has played extremely well at Quail Hollow over the years. In fact, Webb actually lives on this golf course, but, you know, I digress. It's still surprising to me. Uh, because Young is coming off a 51st place finish at Harbortown where he leaked oil uh, with the putter all weekend at the RBC. So I can't get a feel for Cam Young this week, and I'm a pass on him um, at the at um, at the Wells Fargo this week. Uh, as far as matchups, um, I gave you my first one, Xander Shoffley over Rory McIlroy, plus 137 on bet online. Number two will be Sung J.M. over Justin Thomas at minus 108 on FanDuel. And a lot of people are going to look at at Sungjae's first two apparent appearances at Quail Hollow and and question the pick thirty first in two thousand nineteen and then he missed the cut here in two thousand twenty one, uh, but he really performed well at Quail Hollow for the Presidents Cup. Remember, he went two two and one, and you know had he been paired with you know anyone else except the Canadian Corey Connors, in some of those four balls, that record could have looked a lot different. Probably doesn't lose a match for the week, but the. The bottom line is Sungjae's 10th on tour um, in strokes gain tee to green. He hasn't finished outside of 17th in his last five starts, dating back to the players. He's rolling it very well in the greens. And on the other side of this matchup, there's no doubt about it, that JT is fighting the two most important parts of his game right now. Number one, you already know this if you listen every week, JT has putted terribly uh, this year as he's outside the PGA Tour's top 150 in putting. And number two, JT's ball striking is definitely not where he would like it to be, especially with the irons. It would be one thing if he was doing one of those two things well. It'd be one thing if he was rolling the rock well. But when you're ranked 42nd on the PGA Tour in stroke gained approach and 152 in putting, it is extremely difficult to find success out there. I, I At this point in the year and where his numbers are, I'm not even really looking at the PGA championship back in 2017 or, or, or how well he played at the president's cup. When you're talking about JT's game right now, he'll tell you that there's a lot of little things that aren't clicking right now. Obviously one is the putting um, the other one, which, you know, the other aspect, which, you know, JT knows about, but maybe Barney at the bar doesn't is that he's not in a comfortable place with the irons. Could it be a little bit of that, you know, elbow injury that we we talked about a couple of weeks before the Masters? Um, who knows? Um, there's there's been no reports as far as his health is concerned, uh, but we're a pass on him moving forward at least until further notice. And this week it's going to be Sung JM over Justin Thomas at minus one hundred eight on Fanduel. Um, on to my one pick the place for the week. It's going to be Victor Hovland uh, to top ten at plus two twenty on Fanduel and world number twelve Hovland. Um, has only played the Wells Fargo once and finished third back in 2021. Statistically, he's 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 the best player in the field with John Rahm out. Hovland's you know seventh off the tee and 14th in approach on the PGA Tour this year. And the only reason his top 10 number has fallen to plus 220 is because Hovland is coming off a 59th place finish at the RBC um, after finishing seventh at the Masters 
I chalk that up to, you know, week after Masters fatigue because when you look at what he did in the elevated events prior, in the, you know, in the month prior, it's incredibly impressive. Tenth at Bay Hill, third at the players, and seventh at the Masters. And with the way he has taken his game to the next level in these higher stake events, um, it's tough to not love Victor Hovland to be a contention all week. So um, my only pick to place for the Wells Fargo is going to be Victor Hovland, top 10 at plus 220 on FanDuel. Uh, moving into my one winner for the week. I love this one. It's going to be Jordan Spieth at 21 to one on Circa. And and there's so many reasons to like Spieth uh, earning his first win uh, in just over a year this week at Quail Hollow because, you know, it's not just due to the fact that he finished fourth at the Masters and second at the RBC uh, where he lost in a playoff to Fitzpatrick. He you know, put it immaculately at Augusta and Harbortown and the momentum on the greens goes well beyond his last two starts. He putted well in route to a fourth place finish at Bay Hill, you know, regardless of, of a couple makeable putts missed down the stretch. He had a great week numbers wise on the greens at, at Arnie's place. And, you know, he putted great at Valspar. You know, the only reason he lost at Innisbrook is because he blew his tee shot um, in the water on 16 to give that tournament to Taylor Moore, which was a hey, great for us. But my point is Spieth's putting has made large strides over those last five events. And that has been complemented by immaculate ball striking. Spieth should have won Bay Hill. He should have won Vallis Bar. He was an eyelash away from winning the RBC. And he was really right there at the Masters until Rom ran away with it on the back nine. Spieth has had chances to win here, you know, over the last month and a half. And when a player uh, like Spieth is in the middle of a run like this, it's only a matter of time uh, before he knocks the door down. And I think it happens right here at Quail Hollow because it was only eight months ago uh, when Spieth went 5-0-0 at the President's Cup on this golf course, which shows that um, he's even more comfortable here at Quail Hollow than he was when he finished 28th back in, in 2017 at the PGA Championship. So color me obsessed with world number 10 this week. Uh, my winner is Jordan Speed at twenty-one to one on Circa. All right, a quick break from the action to tell you about what we have going on over at pregame.com. Listen, all the guys over on pregame.com are absolutely rolling. AJ, Fezzik, Sleepy, McKenzie. Um, these guys are hitting pick after pick. So go use um, my discount for twenty percent off off all picks on pregame.com. Um, that code is Champ twenty. Once again, that is champ20 for 20% off all picks on pregame.com for listeners of this golf podcast only. Pregame.com will give you a free $25 site purchase just for signing up. Signing up takes 90 seconds, and you can take advantage of being a site member by making and tracking your own picks. You can post your your own picks and analysis in our pregame.com forums. Draw a following and become a valued member. Sign up today and receive $25 site credit to pur- purchase premium picks one of pregame's very own professional handicappers. Get your free best bet today at pregame.com. All right, back to the golf. Moving into the sleeper. Um, how about Slick Rick Fowler at plus 400 on FanDuel? And, you know, Ricky is coming into this event having only placed, you know, outside of 20th once in his last eight starts. So he's trending very nicely at the moment, especially with the irons. He's eighth on the PGA Tour and strokes gained approach. And, you know, Quail Hollow is a place that's been good to Ricky. He Not only did he win his first PGA Tour event in 2012, but he also has four top tens um, at the Wells Fargo surrounding that victory. So uh, my dark horse for the week is going to be Ricky Fowler at plus 400 on FanDuel. 
Let's get into uh, the lineup for this week at Quail Hollow. Uh, Jason Day will be number one. You know, he by by every by every uh, you know kind of column article I've I've read this week, just just to get a grasp of of people's um, ideas at Wells Fargo. He seems like the most anticipated anticipated player going to the Wells Fargo. I mean, the PGA Tour has Jason Day at number one on their power rankings over. Roy McIlroy over Xander Shoffley, who, you know, and Patrick Cantlay, you know, JT, Jordan Spieth, all, all these guys played fantastic at the President's Cup um, and, and and have fantastic results at Quail Hollow. I mean, JT won his PGA here. Um, you know, Spieth has played well here over the years. Uh, who did I leave out? Rory has won three, time, three times here over the years, and they put Jason Day at the top of their power ranking. So I'll give them a go in the lineups. I'm not crazy about all that hoopla, you know, from, from, from the Joes, but, you know, I'm curious to see if he fins off the demons after his collapse at Augusta. Remember they had it to nine under at one point on Friday at the masters and only a handful of players can say they did that at Augusta for the week this year. Almost no one got to nine under only a couple players. So, I'll throw Jason in there, number one on the lineup. Number two is going to be Ricky Fowler, who we just discussed in the sleeper. Number three is going to be Siwoo Kim, who was one of the international players that brought the heat at the President's Cup. Uh, remember, he went 3-1-0 at Quail Hollow in September, and you know that gives you an idea of, of his comfort levels around this golf course. Number four, um, I'll take a flyer on Keith Mitchell. He hasn't played well at all as of late, but some past success – um, at Quail Hollow could kick him into gear this week. He finished eighth here in 2019 and third in 2020. Number five is going to be Pearson Cootie, the phenom out of Texas, uh, as he rolls into Quail Hollow with three consecutive top 15s on the Corn Ferry Tour. And I'll round it out with another Aussie and Cam Davis, who finished 26th at Quail Hollow in 2021. So it'll be Jason Day, uh, Ricky Fowler, Siwoo Kim, Keith Mitchell, Pearson Cootie, and Cam Davis for my lineup for this week. So that said, uh, the, the scoring prediction for this week will be 11 under par. You won't see much scoring on Thursday and Friday, but I think the the rain on Saturday will soften things up, and you'll see my guy Spieth uh, take a low over the weekend. Uh, into my first-round leader here, um, I'll go with Siwoo Kim at 81 on DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, you know, I know he hasn't played great as of late. You know, I think he's averaging around 69.1 in his opening rounds, which comes in about 40th on the PGA Tour. But he does go off in the afternoon on Thursday when it's going to warm up. And I think you'll see some President's Cup flashbacks early with Siwoo Kim. So my first round leader will be Siwoo Kim at 81 on DraftKings Sportsbook. My best bet for the week, we've already talked about him a lot today. It's going to be Jordan Spieth. The top 10 at plus 275 on Bet Online. And that'll do it for the Wells Fargo preview here on RJ Bell's Dream Preview. Thanks for joining me and feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at DRMedia59 for any questions regarding this week or questions that need to be answered heading into next week's AT&T Byron Nelson, where I'll be live from. Talk soon from DFW.